You're listening to the Shabby Geeks 100 Days Podcast. I am your host, Dodie Maddox. Each episode will share an EdTech tool or strategy to upcycle the teaching and learning in your classroom. It's time to upcycle learning. Hi, welcome to day 37. Today's upcycling topic is the dreaded meeting. It doesn't matter if it is a faculty meeting, a department meeting, a committee meeting. They all are dreaded by most teachers because they all have at least one of the following traits. They don't start on time. They don't end on time. They don't stay on topic. They consist of someone reading to me or the purpose is unclear or irrelevant. So today I'm going to share ways that we upcycled our meetings with our campus tech facilitators um, so that their time would be more well respected and they could take the information from the meeting, use it to, for what's best for students and still have some time left to do the other things that are important. So let's start with a little background information. We have about 22 to 24 tech facilitators from year to year. Typically we have one tech facilitator from each of our elementary campuses and two from each of our secondary campuses. I say between 22 and 24 because that can fluctuate depending on enrollment and assigned duties. In past years, we met with these teachers in traditional one to two hour meetings with an agenda. We almost always started late because it was impossible to get teachers from 18 different campuses to one central location at a designated time. And because they started late, they went late. And we had tech facilitators with a variety of different levels. So while the information was helpful for some, it was irrelevant for others. And because of that, we would get off topic because questions would be asked that were specific to a single or a couple of campuses. And we would address those instead of staying on topic. So as you can imagine, our end of year survey results on our meetings wasn't exactly positive each year. So last summer, my team and I gathered some ideas from things we had heard on podcasts, read in blogs, heard at conferences, uh, read in Twitter chats, so on and so forth. And we brainstormed a way to make our meetings better. And what we came away with was creating an asynchronous meeting. So now the meeting would start whenever you arrived and it would end whenever you were finished. We offered the asynchronous meeting on three different afternoons so you could choose the day that best fits your schedule. And then we had an agenda that we set at least a week in advance 
so that the tech facilitators had the information prior to the start of the meeting. All of the information from the meeting would be saved on that same website or in that same Google Classroom area after the meeting, so they also had access to the information after the meeting. This also helped with those who were unable to attend certain meetings. So the first thing on the meeting agenda were the roles, responsibilities, and expectations that the tech facilitators needed to meet for the next grading cycle. This was usually led by um, one of the district tech people. And we would just kind of sit around a table and talk about all of the expectations and how to accomplish them. Um, it was about a 15 to 20 minute set uh, session, and we did it twice each hour that we were available. So they just needed to catch one of the 20 minute segments whenever they were there to get that information. And the information was also shared in an online format with the tech facilitators in advance. Next on the agenda was a reflection piece. So each time we meet, we teach our tech facilitators a new strategy, tool, or idea, and then we expect them to try something from that learning in their classroom. And so during this section, we want them to reflect on how that implementation went, share ideas for um, how to improve it, what to do, what not to do, uh, why they like the activity, what they would change about it, so on and so forth. So in a traditional meeting, we would just have each of them stand up and present when it was their turn. Now we use a variety of different tools like Flipgrid, Google Sites, and different things. And we um, have them create their reflection piece on their own and post it in a shared area before the first meeting time so that during the meeting they can then watch and listen to the reflections of the different uh, tech facilitators. The third thing on the agenda was the learning piece. Now in our traditional meetings, this was not a very popular piece because the learning was usually one topic that was chosen by central office staff and presented to everyone kind of in a one size fits all um, this is how you do it. Now you get creative and figure out what you're going to do with it setting. Now we can take suggestions on topics they would like to learn about, kind of ed campish, And then we get votes, we find the top three, and then we create a learning station for each of those top three. The learning stations are designed to be learner-led exploration activities so they can be done without the support of a quote unquote expert, though we do provide facilitators that are there to help support the tech facilitators as they are going through the learning center. They are only required to do one of the centers that they choose. And this leads into the fourth activity, which is they take what they've learned and they create an implementation plan of how they're going to implement that strategy tool or idea in their classroom during the next grading cycle. 
this implementation plan helps them to think out what they're going to do. They can do this in small groups with other tech facilitators that are at the meeting at the same time. So they get that collabor collaboration and feedback. They can even, like if we do a Google Hangouts one, they can even set up, I'm going to hang out with you, uh, your class, and this is what we're going to do. So they get that planning time during the meeting. And they also know that this is going to be their topic of their reflection for the next meeting, so they can be thinking about that as they're planning it. So those four parts are the required parts of our meeting. And then we have one optional part, and that's kind of a collaborative help desk. So depending on the years of experience, and different things going on at specific campuses, tech facilitators often had questions, searching for ideas and solutions. And so this collaborative help desk is where they can come, they can talk to the district um, tech specialist, and they can also collaborate with other tech facilitators to problem solve and do critical thinking and collaborating and brainstorming for tech integration ideas for their campus. And again, that station is completely optional. Now I mentioned earlier that all of the required parts of the meeting are made available to the tech facilitators in advance in some type of digital format. And we use a variety of different ways to share that as we're still trying to figure out the best way. So um, it can be a hyperdoc, um, We've tried creating a hyperdoc using a Google form, um, and that one's worked out pretty well. We've used Google Classroom, and we've also used a website, which a Google site, which we are kind of leaning to as our go-to for this upcoming year. And the reason we put all of this online and provide it to the tech facilitators at least a week in advance is because we want to give them the option of flipping some components of the meeting. For example, part one was the nuts and bolts, expectations, what you need to get done. Or tech facilitators that have had the role for several years already know this. So all we have to kind of give them is a checklist and guidelines, and they can review that online. And now they're ready to go with that, and they don't need to sit through another meeting about something they're already proficient with. The um, next the next part on the reflection, we give it to them in advance because we want them to create the reflection before the first meeting time. And that is so that during the meeting time, each of the tech facilita facilitators can now go and watch or read the different reflections left by the other tech facilitators and take some ideas away from that before they move to their learning station. Now, remember I said the learning stations were designed in a learner-centered exploration model. And again, that is done very intentionally. Our learner centers have objectives and we give those to the teachers in advance. So now those tech facilitator and teachers can do the learning on their own before coming to the meeting and go ahead and start their, their implementation plan before the meeting if that's something that they want to do. So we're really giving them the idea or the ability to meet the objectives of the meeting. Um, without attending. And so that addressed the problem we had of, uh, we have a few tech facilitators that also have other duties such as coaching, so they miss quite a few meetings. 
And so this holds them the same expectation as those that come to the meeting because they have access to all of the materials um, before the meeting. And then we also now have a library of information that we can reuse year after year in our meetings. So I can tell you that uh, this was our first year of implementation. The four required and one optional component uh, mentioned were not the exact agenda we used this year. We tried it in a variety of different ways throughout the year. Um, and this is kind of uh, as we ended and we read the evaluations and um, survey results, this is the way we're moving forward with the same meeting model with those agenda items. One of the biggest mistakes we made was trying to cram too much into the meeting um, just because we felt like, well, if they already know this, then they should have to go to this station instead because everybody should have to do X number of stations. And um, we decided that wasn't appropriate. We also were requiring them to go to all of the learning stations instead of just choosing the one that was the most relevant to them. Um, so those are some of the, the pieces that we are changing for the upcoming year. But yes, we are going to continue with our asynchronous meetings because the while not perfect, the feedback we got on those meetings was much more positive than what we got on the traditional meetings. So I hope these are some ideas and strategies that you can take in using with meetings you may lead. And those could even be meetings with students or student organizations. And maybe you can even suggest this to people who lead the meetings that you participate in to make the meetings meetings um, less dreadful for everyone. So this is the Shabby Geek signing off. And I challenge you to go out, upcycle learning, and try something asynchronously. Thank you for listening to the Shabby Geek's 100 Days podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at ShabbyGeek101 and hashtag UpcycleEDU. For more upcycling ideas, please check out our previous episodes and subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple, or anywhere you get your podcast. Please rate the podcast and share your feedback so others can find it. Now, go upcycle learning. What's the best that could happen?